Welcome to Part 1 of The New Yorker's Double Issue for December 20th and 27th, 2010. We have six articles for you. In the financial page, James Sirwicky tries to calculate what the right price is for the next hot new thing. Next, in the talk of the town, Jane Kramer reports on how the works of artist Robin Heidi Kennedy are quickly disappearing, without a trace. Then, John Colapinto writes about how a family tragedy sparked a scientific crusade. After that, Peter Hessler reports on how one man is reinvigorating the Peace Corps. And finally, in the current cinema, David Denby reviews four movies for the holiday season, True Grit, The Company Men, Somewhere, and The Tempest. But first, it's this week's comment. In Gulag Light, David Remnick writes about the trials of Mikhail Khodorkovsky. In 1964, a 23-year-old poet was arrested by the Leningrad KGB and charged with the crime of malicious parasitism. His name was Josef Brodsky. One Communist Party newspaper denounced his poetry as pornographic and anti-Soviet. Another noted archly that he wore velvet pants. The authorities permitted him to testify in court, but they soon regretted their decision and their failure to prevent a brave woman named Frida Vigdorova from taking notes on the proceedings. Vigdorova wrote down this exchange, the most famous legal exchange in Russia since Stalin's show trials, and the transcript was smuggled to the West. Judge. And what is your profession? Brodsky. Poet. Poet and translator. Judge. And who told you that you were a poet? Who assigned you that rank? Brodsky. No one, non-confrontationally. Who assigned me to the human race? Judge. And did you study for this? Brodsky. For what? Judge. To become a poet. Did you try to attend a school where they train poets, where they teach? Brodsky. I don't think it comes from education. Judge. From what, then? Brodsky. I think it's, at a loss, from God. The judge sentenced Brodsky to five years of internal exile. Living in a village near the Arctic Circle, he crushed rocks and hauled manure by day. At night, he wrote, and he improved his English by reading Auden and Frost. Brodsky's mentor, the great Silver Age poet Anna Akhmatova, laughed at the KGB's short-sightedness. What a biography they're fashioning for our red-haired friend, she said. It's as if he'd hired them to do it on purpose. Akhmatova was hardly naive about the capabilities of Soviet justice. She had lost a husband and countless friends in the gulag, but she could see that the state was providing a linguistic genius.